0: Learn more at marines.com.
1: Welcome back to Trucks Life. Mick Gurren joins us. Where in the world are you, Mick? And how are you, mate? We might have lost him, have we? Mick's dropped off the line. Daniel is uh, pedaling like crazy behind the scenes here. He'll get Mick back up on the line. I've got an intriguing sort of who am I I'm going to pitch towards Mick and I've got a funny feeling it'll be one of the easier Who Am I's that I'll give him uh, in some time uh, as uh, we're just getting Mick back up on the line. New Zealand, there's, there he is. He's on the line. Mick, mate, how are you and whereabouts are you today?
0: Uh, Actually, you told me, I was in the elevator at my apartment building with your rang, so hence I couldn't talk to you. <laughs> so there you go. Um, but no, we're back now. So we're in New Zealand. It's a very busy time of the year here for both codes. There's... Group one harness racing tomorrow, um, and there's also Group One Gallops twice next week, like at, uh, at, in Auckland, which is where I'm based. So, a yeah, very busy time. We, while you guys sort of take your foot off the accelerator a little bit over the next month, um, we put it flat to the floor, which actually works out really well because by the time we get through a Million, which is my biggest meeting of the year on January 27, um, we're a week out from Hunter Cup. So, so it all works out quite nicely. Um Toby's so yeah, pretty exciting time for New Zealand's racing on both codes. The gallop's probably a little bit more than the hardest, but there's a really good meeting at, at in the Cargill tomorrow, which is the southernmost racing track in the world.
1: Yeah, and I was gonna lead in with you. I've got memories of a horse from the early nineties who I think he was about 24 hands, and he didn't race till he was about a six-year-old, but once he got racing, he dominated the trotting ranks for a few years. Yep, David Moss. Um, He's yeah. actually the horse <laughs> I was lucky enough
0: to give, give him his nickname, the Monster Moss, um, the Monster which was picked Moss. up yeah, in, yeah. in Australia, and that's what they called him. And Yeah, he was by a stallion called Gekoi, um, and he won a race once at, at, uh, at, at Invercargill by 100 metres. So <laughs> he was a hell of a good horse. Went across and um, he dominated a couple of carnivals over there in Melbourne. Actually had different trainers in the North and South Islands. So people trained him depending where he lived, which was kind of unusual.
1: Yeah, a little bit. And they've they've named the the Trotters Cup at Invercargill tomorrow that, well, I'd imagine Oscar Bonavina would be the nominal favourite. He sort of bounced back Oscar Bonavina to arguably the best trotter in New Zealand.
0: Well, He's the one who's held together the best. There's the big three, yeah. um, Bolt, Muscle and Herman, and he's held together and they haven't. So, um, yeah, I think he would trot of the year over here. And, look, they are still 50-50 to come across to the great Southern Star. Um, I don't think Just Believe's doing their cause a lot of good. I don't think a lot of people want to be jumping in a plane to go take on Just Believe <laughs> at the moment. So, um, yeah, I don't think they'll go, but who knows? So, you know, if... if just believe. happened to step on a shoe one day, and we, we hope he doesn't, of course. That sort of thing could change. But yeah, it's actually not a, a fate of complete he'll win tomorrow because one of the yeah. local horses is off 10, and if he rolled to the front, he might be able to get away with it. But it's a tricky track in cargo, but yes, I think he'll win. And then in the pacing cup, I, I would have thought that um, either beach ball or self-assured will probably win and that might depend on whether they will give beach Ball the lead in the middle stages. So, um, yeah, look, looking forward to it. That's a really good twilight-type meeting, strong undercard, really strong. It's sort of like, best way to describe it, it's about six hours from, from Christchurch. So it would be like if the Mildura Cup meeting had a Group 1 and every race had three good horses from Melton. That's what it's like because there's about three good Canterbury horses, which is the strongest region, heading that six hours or whatever it is, south to the yeah, yeah. then you, you marry them up against the local horses. So it's a really big day.
1: Very good. Now, uh, Dominion, you touched on, mate. Uh, a pretty stunning race, wasn't it? We've discussed it well at length, but I'd love to get your thoughts on it, the Pacers and the Trotters.
0: I thought, I thought the right horses won, and I think the most popular horses won. Um, I think Just Believe was the horse who probably came out of the series as the best horse of either gate because he set up and beat Group 1 performers and beat them pointlessly. And I think there's no doubt he's the best trotter in Australasia. I'm not sure he's the most talented. I don't know that, but he might be the best. And maybe he is the most talented. Maybe we still think because he's Winning so easily. We don't really know how good he is, but I think he's just developed into a wonderful horse. It's a wonderful story. They're good people, which helps. Um, I think there's lots of pluses to him. The other horse, it's funny, a lot of people have told me that Leek the Fame was great. I don't think he was any better or any worse than Leek the Fame is all the time. And the difference yeah. was he was in front. Like, yeah. he's exactly the same horse every week. He just turns up and goes super. But when he's in front, he's unbeatable. And when he's not, he's not it's a weird thing when you see a horse win that, that way so many people go oh my god he's gone to a new level and all. but he hasn't he hasn't at all he's exactly the same horse um, if you put him parked out he, he probably wouldn't have won so it, it's probably a leg to fame I feel sorry for him he just can't do the right thing by anybody because when he won that last week all of a sudden he's a better horse than he was <laughs> six months ago but his run was no better than it was in the Eureka he's just a great horse who tries really hard and he's really fast and he's well-trained by a good bloke. Um, and when he gets ahead of steam up against the marker pigs, you just can't beat him. But he also lacks that 15% of gate speed, which stops him being an absolute champion because you can't be a champion if you get beaten half the time. Yeah. So it's a really interesting situation, Lee Perfane. I love the horse. I've, I've always thought, I remember saying to you, a year ago, he was a better horse than Captain Ravishing, which was another conversation because back then Captain Ravishing was the new new Jesus. But I, I think he'll eventually tell us how good a horse he's going to turn out to be. I think he, I think there's about two lengths left in him somewhere, uh, and I think that's going to be gate speed, um, because it's such a crucial part of harness racing. But yeah, if he, if he draws to lead in the Hunter Cup, he'll win if he turns up. Um, But if he draws us at Park, then he's about a $3 chance. And that's just who he is. So it's funny enough, I don't think anything more or less of him than I did six weeks ago or even three months ago. He was a great horse then. He's a great horse now. And I think we might see a better version of Leap to Fame because he's quite an efficient horse. He doesn't do a lot of harm to himself. He doesn't put his head on the side. He doesn't make a nonsense. He's also a very compact, well-shaped, well-balanced horse. So there's no reason we can't see a better version of him in 2024 than we saw in 2023. And that is tremendously exciting, because then maybe next year we will get a chance to start calling him uh, you know, the clear champion of the game. It's not the, totally dissimilar to the Akuta situation in New Zealand. If Swayze hadn't been in the New Zealand Cup, Akuta would have won by a mile, and he'd be getting clear yeah. champion. But he's not. He's just not. So... Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they all shake out to each other, but if Akuta has to sit parked outside League leap to fame in the Hunter Cup, leap to fame will win. If it's the other way, I think Okuda will win. Um, I just think the margin would be smaller if Akuta was in front, because I think leap to fame is about a length better. But this time next year, that could be sweet and
1: Yeah, well, he's got a big 12 months ahead of him, hasn't he, leap to fame? If he happens to win a Hunter Cup, maybe uh, the slot race on the night of champions, the race by Greens, and if he could go back and win a New Zealand Cup, then we'll be talking about a horse that really is a champion, but there's a lot of water going to go under the bridge before all that happens, Mick.
0: Yeah, and look, as we've discussed it all the time on this show, it, there's no definitive harness racing champions anymore. By far the closest horse we have is is just Believe. Yeah. He's won a great Southern star. and He's won an Inter-Dominion, and I have no doubts he could win a Dominion. So, yeah, he, he, he's the horse, I think, who, who bizarrely came out of the series with me going, wow, you've gone to a new level. Because Larry didn't need to go to a new level. He was already the best horse. Interesting one's going to be Swayze. Whether Swayze yeah. comes back, I don't know. Um, some of the Grimson horses come back. Some of them just fall off a cliff and get shipped off to be racing in places no one's ever heard of before. And yeah. people go, oh, well, that's a bit harsh. And you know, I know there's a lot of Jason Grimson fans out there. Jason and I actually have very polite conversations. I have very polite conversations with him on New Zealand Cup Day. I saw him in a bar that night. But there's also no getting away from the fact that Bonsal Benjamin disappeared off the face of the earth, and so did last year's Inter-Dominion champion. And the reason I mention that is because if you're going to be backing Swayze to win these races, who knows what version will turn up? He's raced really, really hard at a really high level and done a magnificent job. But whether he comes back and does it for a second generation, but just Cruiser did a little bit. He had two really he big did. campaigns, but the other ones didn't. So oh, it'll be a jury out job. Admittedly, I don't get into futures markets very often, so it won't bother me too much. But he's the most interesting horse because I'm pretty sure I know what I'll get with Leap to fame next year. Been a Eclipse is in a really good space, and he's obviously a better second-generation horse after a year in open class. But yeah, Frazee's a horse where if someone told me in a year's time he'd won two New Zealand Cups, I wouldn't be stunned. If someone told me in a year's time he was being trained at Redcliffe, that wouldn't stun me yet.
1: Yeah, I know. we. I understand we go on the other one, of course. Catch a Wave is a bit of a forgotten horse amongst all of these as well, and and there's a rock and roll do as well. There's a lot to look forward to over the next twelve months, Mick. Uh, mate, what's Christmas look like for you? I'm actually having half a day off, Toby. It's, it's um, looking forward to. It. I, I very, very, really have a day
0: off, um, as do most of the racing people. So by no means am I complaining. I'm in their industry, and yeah. I believe we should all, you know, we should work as hard as them. But I'm going to have half a day off. I'm going to go out for dinner and, and try and enjoy myself, and then we'll come home and. Get ready for. Um, we've got radio seven o'clock on Boxing Day morning. So, mate, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Some great racing ahead. I'm looking forward to it. Mate, I want to thank SEN and, uh, and all your listeners but for the chance to talk at them and talk to them for the last year. It's been really fun. It's really good to do free form radio. And I find it's not edited. No one at SEN's ever said to me, you can't talk about that, which is really, really important. So, Toby, well done in giving us, not just me, but plenty of other people, the platform to tell the truth of things because hunting more than any other form of sports commentary, is the most important thing is to tell the truth because, Toby, the bottom line is people have the option to put money on this yeah. as opposed to, say, footy 40 or cricket, which is dominantly more entertainment. So I think it's very important to keep these type of shows going. So well done to you, buddy.
1: Thank you. And they're, they're pretty extensive um, email chains that go between us beforehand, aren't they?
0: <laughs> yep. So, well, for those who don't know, Toby sends me an email which says tomorrow, and I send back yes, and they got to the stage where he was trying to make them as short as possible and it would say things like k and i'd send back
1: okay so there you go toby and i two of the
0: great two of the great communicators in an industry of great communicators
1: oh that's all we need to know that you're going to be on we'll talk about it when you're on air mick and once again thanks for the thanks for the year mate and uh enjoy christmas day and we'll talk next week
0: i look forward to it, toby thanks mate
1: there's uh mick Guerin and Yep, there's some very short email chains between us each week. I just lock him away and then uh, he's such a professional. We don't have to I don't have to stress too much. There's always plenty to talk about with Mick Gurren. Let's get a breakaway.